Hey, today I want to show you two big tips when it comes to songwriting to make your songs sound more interesting so that people are listening to them on Spotify more than once. What I'm going to do is show you the two common mistakes I see in the studio by showing you on the guitar here. Uh, the, two, the two main things I think hold songs back and then more importantly, how to fix them and how to make sure that when you're writing your next song, uh, it just sounds more interesting and more engaging. So this is going to help you if you're struggling to get plays on Spotify because no one's listening to your music more than once or if you just feel generally like your songs are boring or you want to just elevate it, this song's going to be great for you. So let's jump into those two songwriting things. Things? I'm sure I can come up with a better name than that. Two songwriting aspects that we can improve today. So the first one is melody, right? Melody. So what I notice often is we kind of find the key that suits our voice really well. So we might write a song in G and the notes that we use, we just use for the entire song. So our verse, our pre-chorus, our chorus, we kind of put those notes in different orders, but we use them over and over. So with a chord progression, we can do that, right? So let's just say we're going G, C, E minor, D. And then for the chorus, we might change that up. So we're using the same four chords. We might now go E minor, C, G, D. So that works great for chord progressions, right? Just use the same chords for the whole song. It doesn't work so well with melody, but it's a, it's a mistake I see often, but it's something that's super easy to fix up. So let's see if we can just freeball an example. I should have written a song before this to use as an example, but I'm just going to make one up. So if that was our verse, the mistake is when we, our chorus then goes We're using the same notes, those same four notes, five notes, whatever I was doing then, three notes maybe, in both the verse and the chorus. So that just means there's no natural lift and there's no dynamic and our ears don't go, oh, I'm interested because we've kind of, even though we haven't heard it before, it's not different enough from what we have heard before. So what you want to do is just see if you can go either up a level or down a level, depending on how you want to produce it, just to give different notes, right? So let's have a, let's see if I can remember that. I think that was my chorus. Let's pretend that's our verse now. Chorus. Not the most amazing melody in the world, but you see how there's a there's a shift now from our verse into our chorus just intentionally using different notes. So if we break that down, going from to like that. So that's one thing going from just generally the notes that you're using in your chorus are different from the verse ones. But the next element, uh, which kind of goes along with that is from phrase to phrase, introduce different notes, right? So if your chorus was our natural uh, thought is just to repeat that and use those same notes. But 
What if the second or maybe the third time you introduce one note that was again different? So. Something like that, where you just at some point you just give us something, something new. So if you listen to, um, I did a breakdown of uh, Miley Cyrus Flowers and also Morgan Wallen last night, and they both do this in their chorus. They kind of set the mood with the chorus, the notes that they're using, and then by the third or fourth line, just towards the end of the chorus, to again spark that interest or maybe going into the hook at the end of the chorus, just give us a new note that we haven't heard yet. The second thing, oh, I still need this, is dynamics. So when we're writing a song, we're thinking about our chord progression, we're thinking about our lyrics, we're thinking about our melody, thinking about all these things. One thing that we tend not to think about then, especially as guitarists, but piano players as well, is that our strumming pattern just kind of stays the same. So our verse might be, Like that, and then we get to the chorus and we go. Do the same thing, get back to the verse at the end of the chorus. What that means is regardless of what your melody is doing and all those other sorts of things, I mean, these work together, obviously, but once you've heard the start of the song. Once you've got 10 seconds into the song, you know what to expect for the next three and a half minutes. And that kind of just diminishes that um, sort of storyline. So one of the reasons we listen to song listen to songs is because it takes us on a journey. And I always relate this back to movies. If you've got a movie that just kind of doesn't change intensity the whole way through this, the movie, you're bored, right? So maybe like, you know, those movies that just take so long to start, there's just this constant like story building thing there needs to be some sort of action scene or some uh, bit of drama or something to give us some interest um same the other way around those movies that some movies start really really intense if they never kind of die down a little bit um it's just too much so it's the same with songs and it's one of the big reasons i think people don't listen to a song more than once um you you put it out you put all your marketing out people go oh sweet i'll have a listen they listen to it once and then it, it's done one of those things i think is just dynamics. If we can make something that kind of follows this storyline, it's interesting, and then people want to listen to it more than one time, just like you want to watch your favorite movies more than one time, right? So, Hey, sorry, I'm just going to interrupt my own video for a second to show you something that I reckon will really help you out. If you're tired of feeling overwhelmed every time you sit down to write songs, then I want to introduce you to From Singer to Songwriter, the ultimate solution to help you transform your songwriting. Learn every aspect of songwriting from the initial idea to the completed, record-ready masterpiece. No more starting songs without finishing, struggling for ideas, or writing boring tunes. And you can say goodbye to not having time to write. I'll guide you through the songwriting concepts and then show you how to apply these techniques by writing a song together from scratch. Then give you time to practice what you've learned and begin building that songwriting muscle. In fact, the song that we write together in this course went on to be professionally recorded and released and is doing really well. Turn your struggles into successes and join our free songwriting workshop on YouTube. Don't miss out. Click the link below to start your journey. From singer to songwriter, transform your songwriting, unleash your creativity and write songs you're proud of. So a couple of ways to do this. First is um, volume. So maybe your verse could be like, if you want to use the same strumming pattern. 
and then to the chorus, you're just going to play that heaps louder. So you're using the same storing pattern, same feel, but you're, you're changing volume. And then back to the verse. That's one way to do it, but you do have to consciously think about it. So what I notice is that people generally don't consciously think about that. So same with piano, it's all about velocity, how hard you're hitting it. The other thing you can do is just change the amount of hits that you're doing, right? So if your chorus is, so on that we're hitting kind of every eight. What if in the verses we just went, backed off our dynamic like that. You might think that's boring and now there's too much space and a, a lot of the times if you just play an acoustic guitar you can feel a bit exposed like you have to create all the instruments you know it, we don't have bass drums all the other things so I've got to do everything with this. Don't be afraid of of the quiet and don't be afraid of that space it makes for a better song. Space, space is so so important so just strip it back You don't have to be intricate picker, you could just go. Just means when you get to the chorus. You can open it out and you've got like something new, you've got something different, you've got some interest there. Uh, you might have heard just then I just did a little stop as well. So sometimes that can work really well. If you're um if you're doing a quiet verse. Again, it's dynamic. So particularly if you need, to, if your verse has a lot of energy in it, it needs to be kind of loud. A good way to break up that dynamic and give it something, make sure the chorus sounds different, is just to strip everything away for a beat, two beats, a bar, two bars, whatever it is, uh, just to make sure when your chorus comes in, it does bring in a new dynamic. So that can sound like and your verse is pretty big, but then you went. So that way you could, it's kind of, it's just not all, there is those dips and those more intense parts to give your song a bit more dynamic and a bit more punch. So hope that was helpful and maybe you're not even conscious about those things. You're kind of writing songs, you're happy with them. Go back and listen to some of your old songs and just see if there's some parts you can tweak just to give it a bit more dynamic and variation like we talked about today. Or if you're going to sit down and write a song now or this week sometime, keep those things in mind as you're writing and see if it helps you write a more interesting, more dynamic song and hopefully get more streams and more views on your music. Hey, thanks for hanging out today. If you want to watch me do that breakdown of Morgan Wallen's song last night, I look at what makes that song so catchy by breaking down his melody, his chord progression, his rhythm, his dynamics. So you can check that out right here.